WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071, Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Ann McEwen. It's Thursday, December 16th, 2021. The Champaign-Urbana community is making efforts to reduce gun violence in the area. City officials say that this year and 2020 have been the deadliest in Champaign due to the high amount of gun-related crimes. The Champaign City Council drafted the Champaign Community Gun Violence Reduction Plan that combines community mobilization, social service provision, and offender-oriented responses. The city is aiming to fund this plan with $6.2 million, along with the city's federal coronavirus relief funds that provide grants to organizations that would help the city with the work. About $3.2 million is dedicated to the first year to provide grants for Champaign Unit 4 School District, Carl Foundation Hospital, and Crime Stoppers, with money allocated to research, evaluation, and monitoring. Costs for the second year are unknown, but city staff members are advising to fund the plan with an additional $3 million. UIUC has also put forth initiatives to help limit the increasing gun violence in the CU community. Some of these additions include increasing patrol presence in areas close to and on campus, adding new technologies such as license plate readers and additional security cameras, a digital app to help community members report crimes in real time, and more. The Champaign-Urbana Mass Transit District will implement a smoke and tobacco-free policy starting January 1st. This new policy prohibits the use of cigarettes, cigars, pipes, marijuana, electronic smoking devices, and chewing tobacco at all MTD facilities and grounds. These products will not be allowed within 15 feet of MTD entrances, exits, windows, bus stops, benches, shelters, and parking lots. MTD says that this policy is a way to provide safe mobility options for everyone, as secondhand smoke may affect vulnerable riders. They also want to promote a healthy community. New signs will be posted around MTD facilities, and enforcement of the policy will be increased. The United States has surpassed 800,000 deaths from COVID-19, marking the highest recorded death toll of any country. The milestone comes on the first anniversary of COVID-19 vaccinations in Illinois, once thought to be the beginning of the end of the pandemic. Today, less than two-thirds of eligible Illinois residents are fully vaccinated. Vaccines continue to be the best defense against COVID-19, but new research shows all three available vaccines in the U.S. are less effective against the new Omicron variant. This study, conducted by researchers at Harvard and MIT, says a booster dose of the vaccine likely restores full protection. Better yet, Pfizer announced Tuesday that its COVID-19 pill was found to reduce the severity of an infection in a key clinical trial, claiming an 88% reduction in hospitalizations and death. That antiviral pill may be available by the end of this year, as the Food and Drug Administration considers it for approval. 
Late Tuesday night, the House of Representatives voted to hold former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows in content of Congress. Meadows had refused to comply with a subpoena issued by the Select Committee investigating the January 6th insurrection. The House voted with a margin of just 14 votes in favor of the charges and formally recommended Meadows to the Department of Justice for further investigation. Meadows was initially subpoenaed to testify and release records to the select committee, but after limited cooperation, refused to turn over documents related to former President Trump's response to the riot and failed to appear for a deposition scheduled for last week. Meadows is the second member of Trump's cabinet to be recommended for content charges after former advisor Steve Bannon also refused to appear before the committee. Contributing reporting for this newscast was provided by Madison Holcomb, Kayla Meesh, Justin Malone, and Barrett Wynn. Our regional editor is Josie Alameda, our political editor is Jane Knight, and our science and technology editor is Hasna Husaini. Our deputy news director is Emily Crawford, and our news director is Justin Malone. For WPGU News, I'm Ann McEwen. 